Hello, and welcome to another episode of Priority Status Travel Elevated. I'm Erin Melendez, Senior Director at J Public Relations, and for our first episode of 2021, I'm joined by two incredible women who are leading a grassroots movement near and dear to my heart to increase women's representation as leaders in the travel industry. My first guest is Sylvia Camarota, Senior Director of North America Market Management and Lodging for Expedia Group. Sylvia is an accomplished and passionate hospitality executive with more than 20 years of progressive success in hospitality leadership, sales, marketing, and business development. Sylvia and I are joined by Claudia Infante, VP of Revenue Strategy for Margaritaville Enterprises. Claudia is a hospitality maven with more than 22 years of experience in revenue management, reservations, operations, e-commerce, CRM, data and loyalty, and public speaking. Along with more than a dozen volunteers, their organization, Women in Travel Thrive, is focused on helping women overcome the regressive impact of the COVID-19 crisis on their careers and empowering them to take their seat or take their seat back at the table. As always, thanks for listening. Let's get into it. Fantastic. Welcome, Sylvia and Claudia. I'd love if each of you could just say your name and your title, and then we can really get things started. Hello, my name is Sylvia Camarota. I'm the Senior Director at Expedia Group and also a founding member, the chair of Women in Travel Thrive Organization. Hi, I'm Claudia Infante. I am the Vice President of Revenue Strategy for Margaritaville Enterprises. And I also am a member of Women in Travel Thrive. I actually head the Finance and Strategy Division for Women in Travel Thrive. Sylvia, Claudia, first off, thank you so much for making the time to sit down with us virtually today. We know firsthand how challenging these last few months have been for the travel industry, and that's all the more reason why we wanted to spotlight your community here today. As our regular listeners know, J Public Relations is a female-owned company in what many would call a female-dominated industry, so we're just delighted to have the chance to speak with you today to hear more about your mission and how we can support the Women in Travel Thrive community. So tell me, what's Women in Travel Thrive all about? Thank you, Erin. Thank you for having us on. So let me start off by just saying that Women in Travel Thrive is more than just an organization and a charity. In fact, uh, we have the 501c3 designated status now, but it really is at its core a grassroots movement. And this movement was rooted in passion to help women in travel thrive. It was started off by women that are volunteer women like us from the travel industry. So from companies like Margarita Resorts, Expedia, Duedo, BCV Rave Game, uh, Universal Orlando Resorts, and many more. And we have the commitment and support of uh, many other leaders of organizations already, like the Best Western Hotel Group, who has signed up to be our featured mentors. Ultimately, it started because we know that right now the regressive impact of COVID-19 crisis is greater than ever, and it's making the prominent gender gap visible in our sector so much worse. That's incredible, Sylvia. I mean, I know those in the industry know all too well that this space is really all about relationships. So how did you two pair up and get together and to kick things off? I have begun having this thought sometime in summer. I know it was August timeframe. And I was inspired a bit of some of the work that we've done in Expedia on the inclusion and diversity efforts there. But really, ultimately, knowing how many of our own friends we have lost through reductions, the layoffs as the travel suffered. 
And knowing that this would have a disproportional impact on women, I came to realization that if we could continue to create day awareness together, we could also build off our collective strength and make tangible impact by first and foremost, extending our network through the new mentorship connections, which is something we could tangibly deliver easily, hopefully, and eventually really change the paradigm in the future. I did meet Claudia as one of the many women travel professionals that were in my network, but one that I really admired and valued. And we have crossed paths before through professional partnerships. And I knew her story was powerful. So I was very excited when she shared with me that the timing was just right. In fact, remember her sharing with me that uh, she was done baking bread in this um, pandemic as that became a <laughs> sort of a symbol, but it was really ready to lean into the cause with purpose. So I don't know how you remember it, Claudia. <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. I I was looking, I think, at the time for something to do that was besides baking bread, as we were saying, you know, Erin, for some of us in the industry that have been around for 20 years, my career in, in, in hospitality has spanned now for about 23 years. I spend more time with some of the women in travel industry than I do with my own kids, right? Because we spend so much of our times in this career, in this industry, helping each other or just getting to know each other. And so for me, it was really more about a call to help those women that we know, we care about, we love, we cherish, we admire. And in the crisis that COVID brought into the industry, was so widespread. It didn't care if you were in a well-formed organization or if you were a startup, the impact has been felt across the entire spectrum of the service and hospitality industry. So for me, it was more about sitting there thinking, okay, what could I do as one person? What can you do, right? And then I got an email from Sylvia that said, hey, we're putting together this organization and we want to enrich women's life by providing mentorship opportunities, networking opportunities, education, potential assistance of different ways. And for me, it was, it was just that moment that I was like, oh, wow, it's like I put it out on the universe and, and somehow it came back to me and in such a meaningful way. So thank you, Sylvia, again, for thinking of me. It is one of those movements that you get to be part of once in a lifetime. I love that. Talking about manifestation and being able to bring something together to make an impact during such an important time. That's really tremendous. And, you know, I think from what you've shared so far, really an incredible coalition of support. And it, it really speaks volumes about the importance of this topic. And, you know, the travel industry has its fair share of networking groups for various segments, you know, whether that's hotels or airlines, and then even more granular in terms of skill set or, or even demographic. What do you think, you know, makes women in travel thrive that much different? And, and how would you say that you're owning your story? I think it's a combination of facts. One of the interesting things that you see in the industry and in groups and, and some of the other organizations that are around most of the time, they focus on a, either a specific segment of the industry or a specific skill in the industry, right? So if you think about one of the most well-known, for example, would be HSMAI, right? Hospitality Sales and Marketing Association International. And they have very pointed objectives when it comes to education. They have sort of certification programs. They have you know, different ways in which you as a professional can actually impact your life and go forward. And, and they do some charity compositions as well. For us, this movement was more about 
first from women who understand how travel industry is and what it is and how it works. Two, for us to be able to not only expand your connectivity or your connection to people that are in your industry, in your segment, but rather expand it out, right? If you are right now in the hotel industry, you could very easily transfer your skill set to the airline industry or to the restaurant industry because they're all hospitality and service industries. But that is difficult to do if you don't know people in those industries, if you have no way of connecting to someone that can maybe help you get there, right? So for us, it was really more about expanding the ability and the almost availability, if you would, of networking opportunities for women through mentorship. Obviously, one of the most important pillars that we that we are standing up on this organization is mentorship and and the guidance of people who are in the industry helping women either get back into it advance their career or why not get into hospitality i know this is probably a a funny moment to try to get into into hospitality because the, the industry is so depressed but it is also a moment for most of us and and i don't know if you if you guys did this but over the pandemic a lot of the I don't know, executive coaches and programs and people, a lot of the advice was go back and re-educate, right? Go f- learn some new skills, reinforce mm-hmm. the skills that you have left or that you haven't used in a while or go find new skills because the job market is going to change. And I think for us, that is another focus is is how can we reshape the skill set that exists right now in women in the travel industry to try to help them navigate this time and and then get through to either a career is still in the industry and in travel or help them kind of transfer those skill sets to other segments. Certainly. And, you know, I love hearing that the goal is to really build meaningful relationships. You know, I think far too often networking feels so surface level, but, you know, in this moment in time, it really calls for that human touch. And so who better than travel and hospitality veterans to really show the way. And, and to your point about adapting our skill sets, now is definitely the time to, to go forth with that, right? I mean, we're seeing so much great talent in hospitality kind of pivot their career paths while we wait and see, you know, how the travel space truly rebounds. So I'd love to hear from you all too, you know, what do you think makes now more than ever like a critical moment in time for women? I know obviously the pandemic's affected all of those in, in your organization. Do we think that women will leave the industry for good? What, what do we think we'll see? It is a critical moment right now. Although I think the issue at its core, it's not new. That said, the study after study really confirmed what we were seeing. Women's jobs in a travel industry and frankly beyond are significantly and disproportionately more at risk than the jobs of their male counterparts. And you have two different reasons why women are leaving workforce at the four times the rate of men. You have voluntary losses, which can be attributed to childcare demands, existing gender inequality demands, where the burden is still disproportionately falls on women who may be earning less, thereby the natural choice of stepping back during this pandemic versus their male counterpart and usually the primary earner. And then you have involuntary losses, which in our sectors were more prominent, right? Restaurant, lodging, had to do a lot of layoffs, these rounds. And like Claudia mentioned, it didn't matter whether you were a startup or an established company like Expedia. We all had to go through it. Essentially, hospitality service roles were the first to let go. 
And out of all of that, women make up 55% of these COVID-19 related job losses. So how do we get them back? And why is that important? So we talked about the network, but this is really the critical time to sort of expand it. I also would build on the fact that our mentor match, which by the way, we are very pleased that in the first round, we had such a strong following that we will be matching close to 500 women with one another through this Thrive Match to offer each other support. That's incredible, the sheer volume of um, matches that you'll be doing. And I think you, you make an excellent point, too, that particularly in the leadership space that, you know, sadly, it's not a new problem to see fewer women there. So what's your community looking to help in terms of empowering women, particularly in the travel space, to kind of take their seat at the table right now? Well, one of the first things that we are doing is to raise the awareness of this concern, the issue that we're facing now, and that likely we will face. <laughs> one of our mentors, uh, Julie Kais, who's a VP in Expedia, said that the travel industry will absolutely lose great talent as a result of this crisis. We just need to make sure it's not disproportionately female talent. It's one of my favorite quotes, and if you follow us, you can see many more of many of the women that have joined us and followed us. But ultimately, you know, it started with the awareness, it started with the following, started with many women signing up for our mentor program. And now Thrive is able to deliver back. Starting next week, we're kicking off what we're calling Day of Impact. It's a culmination of the Thrive Mentor Match, our first round of of matching these 500 women and giving them that connection, that network, that mentorship and that wonderful relationship it could evolve to. In addition, we're offering a series of sessions webinars that feature many prominent travel professionals, uh, women that are also selflessly giving back. And we have three different teams over the course of three days that we will be delivering. It all will take place over January 26th through January 28th. And it leads with awareness. It folds into the future of what women can do and where our industry is heading. And then it also focuses on the audience in terms of their own brand development and um, how they can really nurture their own personal growth and brand. So very excited about those sessions. That's incredible. And I love the thought that went into the three kind of buckets of particularly what, what women need right now to feel empowered to take their seat at the table. And so you touched on this a bit, but I'd love to hear more about why you feel mentorship is the first step over, say, education. Yeah, you know, I will take a stab at this and Claudia, feel free to give your thoughts as well. But in my opinion, the word mentorship is a very fancy word, right? But at the heart of it, it is absolute connection. It always starts with something organic. Um, now, these mentorships, in my opinion, when organic and were allowed to blossom, they could form into friendships or really many, many other opportunities. One of our other featured mentors says in one of her shared stories that you can see on our site, Melissa Mayer with Expedia Group, that people like to do business with people they like. And I am also a fan of that mantra. And as such, the connections essentially and these friendships that can form, they can be an extremely powerful instrument of support and growth with true reciprocity, right? If they're fed, nurtured, they can become special and really make our community stronger. The other reason why I think it's important that we lead with that, then let's say an educational component that one could have a barrier in entry because it could be offered at cost or there's a cost associated with it, is that, you know, women don't have that many ways to meet one another in a world where we are all virtually siloed. 
So allowing this to take form and our platform to become one where we can connect women essentially free, right, of, of uh, no memberships, no sort of initiation fees, we're really hoping that this can accelerate the progress of women and they can lean into each other throughout this time. All too often, we kind of feel like we're on our own, right? And particularly during a trying time, it makes perfect sense that feeling a part of a community and, um, you know, furthermore, feeling like you have a mentor and someone to, to talk through about your challenges, whether that's in your day-to-day work or if you are out of work and, and you know, looking to expand and adapt your skill set. It makes so much sense. Without giving away too much for those that are signed up, I'd love to hear more about the Day of Impact and how are you pairing mentors with mentees and maybe what keynotes are you most excited about because it's such a stellar lineup. Yeah, there's a lot of content that's coming during Day of Impact. And we call it Day of Impact, but it really is three days of impact. I think it depends on who you talk to, who you get excited about the keynotes. We have everyone from Marisa Mar from Expedia. We have Dr. Lila Reich. We have a lot of people that have made a lot of impact in the travel industry that have accepted to participate and are very graciously donating their time and expertise to this event. So do not miss it, even if you don't get the chance to be paired up at this time with someone in a in the mentor mentee group because all of that work has already been done. But in all means, you know, go sign up and, and listen to the sessions. We actually have a session on day three that I'm super excited about that is called building your brand. And and I think as women sometimes we tend to, I think, compare ourselves to men and kind of try to figure out how we can get to where men is. Reality is women rule the world. We do so much more with so much less. And we are resourceful and we are creative and we are fighters and warriors at heart. It's all about how you kind of put yourself in front of people. And, and that's one of the things that I feel this Day of Impact is going to teach our attendees is how to put yourself in front of that opportunity to speak up, that opportunity to say what you think and make the springboards that you need to jump ahead by yourself. At least that's what I'm excited about. Sylvia, I don't know what you're excited about, but I get all tingly about that that session. <laughs> I can hear it in your voice. You're all fired up. I'm right there with you. Oh, now. I am. <laughs> yeah. I, and, you know, likewise, each of the sessions is going to be extremely powerful because, uh, again, I think every one of these women by herself could deliver such a powerful advice, words of advice, Yeah. Thoughts, you know, things that can really hopefully give us some food for thought on how we can move forward and uh, learn from each other. We've been really leaning on each other, and a lot of them have even jumped in and said, Hey, how can I be part of a Thrive group? How can I be part of this group of volunteers? I also want to touch on your other question, which you mentioned how do we really pair these mentors, just because that is truly at its core kind of my favorite value proposition that the Day of Impact will truly bring. We've given a lot of thought. We have 500 women that are very interested, right? Many of the women said, listen, I would be a mentor for two, two women or three women. On conversely, we may have women that have signed up, that just walked out of university, that are very new uh, in their careers. And we have women up to the CEO or CMO of an organization. So we've given a lot of thought. There's still a lot of manual process in this particular round of match, although we do hope to one day automate this and have more of these. But this first round, we've given a lot of thought and we we will not do too many roles. You know, one thing we do want to do is certainly extend the audience and the network beyond one's company. So as you can imagine, even within Expedia Group, we had a lot of interest. But 
we really want to make sure that women across the spectrum of travel, whether it's a vertical in hotels or OTA or, you know, cruise line or, or airline, you know, we can connect. And frankly, even the geography should matter. Just um, short of a month of being live, we've had extreme interest from other countries, even outside of US. So we have uh, quite the following from UK and Ireland. And even now, Austria, we have a, a leader that's already looking to help thrive to potentially establish a division there. So I do think that that piece is less relevant to us. And what really comes out of that is more of the connection that we can make between two individuals. And you never know how your conversation can lead to something bigger and greater. I think one of the silver linings right now is that there's no location barrier, right? So anyone from anywhere has the ability to join in and be a part of this conversation. And hopefully those are relationships that last well beyond this. And when we can safely gather, maybe there will be pockets of women in travel thrive groups, you know, across the globe. That's really, really special. It's like having a pen pal. <laughs> it's our hope that these connections are long lasting and productive. And, and not only are we looking, obviously our focus right now is on day of impact for women in travel thrive, but we also are planning a lot of activity and a lot of activation after Day of Impact. So don't just go to Day of Impact and then abandon. Stay tuned. We will have a lot more coming up. We're working on a lot of strategies. And I, I give all the kudos to Sylvia and all the team at Women in Travel Thrive because we are all in this for the long run. And, and we want to make this an organization that is there for many, many years to come to help women across the spectrum, for sure. That's amazing. And I think something we'd love our listeners to hear too is, you know, how can they get involved? How can their allies get involved? And also, you know, practically speaking on the mentor side, what's the time commitment look like? So we have developed different forms and different ways that you can get involved. As a mentor, obviously, we ask you to go and register on our website. The time commitment really is up to you as a mentor. We ask, I think, for a minimum commitment over the next six months, but we will obviously have different plans and different ways that you can contribute. As Celia was saying, some of our mentors are actually signing up to mentor more than one person at a time. So that is, you know, obviously the time commitment varies depending on what your availability is. And we hope that you can dedicate the time to have, even if it's one person and, men and be a mentor or a mentee, and just dedicate the time to do that and, and get the most out of that relationship and build that relationship so that it can stay with you for a long time to come. That is one way to get involved. The other one is the good old way to just donate to the organization. We are in a fundraising sprint right now to try to get all of these things going up and everything from Day of Impact to different bundles of support that we are putting together for women. So everything from LinkedIn uh, premium subscriptions to uh, professional photo shots to coaching, executive coaching interview mock-ups, resume building, all kinds of different areas where we know expertise sometimes is needed for women that are either getting back on the wagon of finding a job or have been in a job for a long time and haven't been to an interview in God knows how long. So they probably need a little bit of practice to get back into their careers. So there's different ways to support. There's different ways to get involved. 
if you are an organization or a company and you are looking to support a women movement and a women organization, then we also have some partnerships and some sponsorships available. So just get in touch with us. We'll find a way to get everyone busy and everyone to contribute to this cause. We think it's not only beneficial for everyone that gets involved, but also beneficial to all the people that we know, because we all know a woman in travel and, and we want them to thrive. Well, it precisely. I mean, those are just incredibly valuable assets to offer to your community, you know, at any time, but especially right now. And, you know, to your point about someone either, you know, being out of practice or, or, or actually out of work in terms of how to elevate themselves within their current position or, you know, move on and, and grow with a different company, how to go through the recruitment process or grow internally looks a lot different in this current and post-pandemic landscape. Yeah, it's everything from, I think we were taking tips the other day on how to do virtual meetings, right? It's don't wear black and make sure that you have this and make sure that you have that. And like, even those things, right? I mean, we have all been in way too many Zoom meetings lately, but did you know that you were not supposed to wear black? (laughs) There's a little bit of everything, right? It's, It's everything from the practical to the really specifically driven by experience. So we're hoping that, again, everyone can find the, the resources valuable and that we get support to help the most women we can. Yeah, and, and doing so tangibly. And just to build on that a bit, every woman's story is different from what we learned. Um, in fact, one of the early followings of our organization started by surfacing these stories. We had a chance to go on our side. We have a whole section of these. And you're right, Erin, just uh, like you said, there are the stories of um, one like our own Abby, who is our director of marketing. And it was uh, unfortunately furloughed from the Conrad New York and later on reinvented herself in her own kind of travel agency business. And in fact, is also continuing to help with us. But, you know, every story is so different and everyone's need is different. So I think what we're potentially doing with these um, bundles as we're going to support the women, the one around the re-entry into workplace, right, that ensures that we will not disproportionately impact women as they are looking to enter back in. And the other one around the empowerment and growth of an actual individuals already industry are just scratching the surface because we do know there's pain and lots of different levels in our industry. And I do think that the more people we can bring along with us, the better we can be. And The other piece that I can offer to anyone that's really listening, that's saying, hey, you know, how can I help, is that we can do this together. We can actually mold and we can be, frankly, very creative. We are not burdened by uh, long and large kind of governing boards and uh, layers of leadership. We are small and nimble and we are willing to work with anyone that's um, willing to create the reciprocity. So that's one thing. And Perhaps maybe just speaking on how important it is to also have our allies and men part of the conversation. So we have not left them out of the conversation. Perhaps we have intentionally given a just a bit more platform to women as we are growing the awareness of this. Uh, but we already have several of our allies that are also working with us and sharing their stories as well. That's amazing and, and such a great point. Sylvia I was going to ask more about men and allies and what they can be doing, knowing the goals of your platform, but you know, just the impact that of course the, the current circumstances have had on, on women. And so I think knowing that having the conversation is the first place to start and you know, pointing out that, you know, the red tape is a little bit a little bit lighter, I guess, um, you know, in our space. And so real change can happen if we stick to the plan. Indeed. 
And so, I mean, you guys have accomplished so much in such a short amount of time, but I really get the feeling from you all that the work is just getting started. But what's next for Women in Travel Thrive? Again, I think that we will absolutely build on the stories of these women. We will look to tangibly impact them potentially with proceeds from our fundraising activities so that you can really see them surface and see them thrive. We are also being mindful that there's many women that are uh, without work right now. And our intent is actually still this month to launch on our site um, some type of a job board where we can connect the recruiters or potentially feature recruiters in the hospital industry so they can easily be connected to many of those. In fact, many of the 500 that have raised their hand through their intake form that said they are absolutely actively looking. So we, we definitely look forward to do that. The second piece is probably we'll continue our value proposition of creating these Thrive mentorship matches. We will surface some of our learnings from them from this first round, but we've already been talking a bit to behind the scenes on how we can have another round and perhaps bring um, our allies, men to the conversation, anyone else that would be willing to sort of step up and be part of this in the future rounds. And lastly, we definitely will work with partnerships foundations. We're looking forward to work with companies. We can customize some of the efforts that we can bring forward, but we also will look to individuals that are generous to help us so that we can have this impact through that fundraising efforts one woman at a time, either through reentry, through empowerment of these women. Fantastic. You'll be very busy, but all (laughs) for an incredible cause. (laughs) Yes, that indeed. In fact, uh, another call to action is um, we can always do uh, more with more. So uh, women that are willing to step up and help and um, others that are willing to help are, of course, welcome. Uh, We uh, endearingly call ourselves the Thrive Hive. So like the busy bees are growing our little hive together. The Thrive Hive. That's amazing. Yeah, we definitely have a lot of spots in the Thrive organization for women who want to get really, really involved and help us make this even a bigger movement. So join the hive. Yeah, it's so refreshing also to hear how open you are, not just for you know women to be joining your community, but to joining your community in a leadership perspective, You know, because that really just speaks to how welcoming the organization is and how authentic your mission is. Because if someone feels like they can get involved and really, you know, in the driver's seat alongside some of the incredible women that you already have kind of as your founding members, it just provides that kind of level of transparency that not a lot of organizations offer. So I love hearing that. (laughs) Yes. And frankly, it's an organic way to mentor one another. I've already learned so much from the women that are part of our group. So yeah, it is very special. Absolutely. Well, you know, thank you both for an enlightening chat. I'm definitely leaving our conversation today feeling inspired and eager to champion my fellow colleagues. And I trust our listeners are as well. Is there anything else that you'd like to add and related to the day of impact? Not from us. I think we are excited to see that they get here. We are all ready and pumped up and I just want to be there. I just want the moment to be here. (laughs) It's like Christmas in January. And we look forward to more people joining the movement, to more people supporting women, to more people uh, really wanting for the travel industry to thrive again. We know it's, it's pandemic time and we all understand how difficult times are out there, but we're also a very resilient industry. So I'm sure we will walk out of this one like we have before. And Erin, we look forward to seeing you on Day of Impact. Maybe, you know, 
register, get all your friends to register and, uh, and come and join us for that day. Oh, absolutely. I'll be paying it forward. You'll see me there. Great. Yes, and absolutely. Thank you, Erin, as well. And for my part as well, just pay it forward, share it further, and join us. Follow us at Women in Travel Thrive. Thank you. Thank you, Claudia. Thank you, Sylvia. That does it for another episode of Priority Status. This is Erin Melendez. Thanks for tuning in.